Welcome to session 11. We are global recruitment experts, entrepreneurs, and founders of 1111 Group of Companies. We are Tess and Alicia, and we deliver insider information and actionable practices to guide you through the ins and outs of your career journey. We are joined by thought leaders and entrepreneurs as they share exclusive tips to inspire personal growth and career development, bringing you one step closer to your purpose. We made a discovery yesterday, Tess, that you and I actually have very aligned alternate careers. Right. Isn't that bizarre? That is so bizarre. Yeah. I don't know if... um, This is good. Can you talk about (laughs) yours, please? This is crazy. I don't know if it's alternate careers or just like dream, dream life, dream... I don't know what you would call it, but this is something... So you created kind of content around introducing ourselves as founders on C2, like (laughs) allowing people to know a little bit more about us behind the scenes. On chapter two. On chapter two. And you went first and I kind of got like (laughs) the cadence of it was you're sharing something that people don't know about you, which I had heard yours before, which I love. It's such a great story. Right. You had won a car when you were 18. Yeah. Like that's. Pretty crazy. It's absolutely ridiculous. And it was a PT cruiser, which is also insane. A really key part of the story. Yes. Um, So I'm thinking, okay, what am I going to share? What am I going (laughs) to (laughs) share? That people don't know about me. And then I was like, I got it. When I was in high school, I delivered thriving, beautiful, healthy twin baby cows. Like, it's just shocking. Haven't we all? It is absolutely shocking. I put on a really long glove. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I'm still processing this information mm-hmm. because it just, it makes no sense of like who I know of you. And it's just, I can't even picture it. And and the reel that you made was so <laughs> outrageous because you kind of set the scene for it. And you're talking like you're all done up and you're talking kind of like, low and sultry and then <laughs> you like you you say I delivered twin cows and it's so shocking like it's like the most shocking thing I've ever seen on the internet you know and even our team is just like in a disarray they're just like we don't know what to do with this like, I believe the word was unhinged you're unhinged you become was, unhinged the content's unhinged and and Further to that, I talked about my love for farm animals, my love for farms in general, and that sometimes I daydream about being a farmer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot to take in. I and, don't know why. I support you. I want this for you. Yeah. Just you like, should support me. Keep picturing your hand going <laughs> up a cow's vagina, pulling out twins. I mean, I just couldn't make this Healthy stuff up. Healthy twins. Healthy it was twins. Very emotional. <laughs> you know, like I, I never saw it coming. And then I'm like looking at you. You're at my house. I'm thinking, why is this only coming up now? I've known you for 12 years. Like, okay, and we've well, spent every day together. I know. Guess what? Why don't you share what your lifelong <laughs> passion and dream was as a child. Yes, I absolutely will, which I've told you before. (laughs) But this is big information. I don't remember. So when I was little, I used to love animals Mm -hmm. and I wanted to be a farmer or a vet. 
which is crazy because now you've come out with this whole farming (laughs) career. And then, but I had real moments where I was like totally put off it. I remember in like grade seven, we had to share, what do you want to be when you grow up? And everyone was like, doctor, lawyer. And I was like, farmer. And everybody started laughing. And I was like, I had one of those moments where you're like, oh, I have to change. Like, this isn't cool. Like, I can't, I can't like this anymore. This isn't acceptable. So I was just like, okay, I'll put that away. And then I said, I will be a vet. And then I did work experience in grade eight and I went to a veterinary clinic and I walked in and they were like, they handed me a bag with a deceased cat in it. <gasps> what? And they said, can you please take this to the infirmary? Because it gets burnt. To Get die. out. And I dropped it on the floor and I grabbed my bag and I left. <gasps> like I was like, nope. This I, has taken a dark turn. Our farming fantasies yes. are so not all mine went to, bed. to be. <laughs> mine went to bed. I was like, you know what? I don't have, I'm not, I don't have the right makeup for this yes. profession. You know, because that I, is my hesitation, honestly. I have There's pictured probably it all a few like, more, but <laughs> you know, running through the field with chickens yes. and lambs and none and of like the death putting aspect. seeds out for all the animals and they're just coming to me. Even the birthing parts. I don't know if I <laughs> you know, like could, I think you could get into I that, could, honestly. Probably, but yeah. I just couldn't it's you a know? beautiful experience. We can still have it arranged, actually. I do I would like to incorporate like chickens in my yard at yes. one stage, but I think that's as far as I'm going to go. Okay, well, I'm just going to plant this seed. Okay. The city of North Vancouver allows chickens. Love that. Okay, so just keep that in mind. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a complete 180 here. <laughs> From farming back to reality, we are experts in the hiring field. <laughs> and that's where we're going to stay. And that's where we're going to stay for now. And so we actually wanted to talk about a hiring trend that we've seen come up a lot recently with clients on social. Um, That's really interesting. And honestly, as I found out today, polarizing. Yeah. (laughs) Because you had some thoughts about this as well. So we're talking about skill versus experience-based hiring. So I would say more traditionally, uh, we're used to experience-based hiring, right? You have experience in one area, you write it on a piece of paper called your resume, you take it somewhere to, you know, that requires similar experience and there is a match there, experience-based hiring, right? However, there is an interesting trend where more progressive uh, businesses, cultures, and HR professionals are gearing towards skill-based hiring. So meaning almost like you're looking at cross-functional skills or skills from a completely different experience base that you could bring into another role. Yes. So there's some element of it that makes sense. Yeah. Usually when I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking about soft skills, right? So it's like you have good negotiation skills from being um, a recruiter. You could potentially move into procurement. Okay. Right? Yeah. So that's how I'm thinking about it. Right. I'd love to know your thoughts on it yes. off the bat. We're going to go through the list of reasons why this is a step forward in terms of equity in the workplace, right? Because what we know for sure is there's a lot of people that are disadvantaged from the get-go and there's a lot of people who have opportunities and then they're getting all of the opportunities and the roles and we need to level the playing fields, right? So hiring from skill versus experience is a way that we can do that. I think it will be really remiss of us as experts to say 
this is perfect, right? And that this totally. is here now to stay. Yeah. Because when we are working with our clients today, we're reporting this data, but very, I have not seen it happen often where a employer is saying, yeah, let's go with the skills versus experience. And as an employer myself, when I'm bringing somebody into our company, I'm thinking, I want to see that they've done this successfully at another company. That's a normal, healthy thing to want, especially if you're growing your business, especially if you're at a time of high growth in your business when you're saying, you know, we've just received funding and we need an email marketing or very technical positions, yes. right? So I think we have to call those nuances out. Where For sure. Even when we interview, we're looking at technical skills and yes. then we're looking at the EQ skills. So we need to see a really good blend of both. Yes. And what we're doing now is we're, if we're seeing somebody not hit all the technical skills, but they are really strong on the EQ side, then we're presenting a case to the employer of why we exactly. think this person should be interviewed, where the employer might deprioritize them over other candidates. It's really up to the recruiter, the HR professional to create a compelling case, right? Because the employee is not always going to see that and their bias is going to be towards, show me that they did this at my competitor and they did it well so I can bring them here to do it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I think this comes in really useful when you're not thinking it's not feast or famine. It's not like they have to have all the experience or else we're doing skill based hiring and they have none of the experience right. and it's all cross functional soft skills. Yes. I think, and when I think about our own recruitment, it's like often you don't have the person that has every bit of experience that's required for the position or everything on the list that the hiring manager has dreamed mm -hmm. up, right? It's not always a 10 out of 10. So you have to have an ability to look at those other soft skills or that emotional intelligence that they're pulling from other areas of their life mm -hmm. or experiences so what are in some different examples roles. of the soft skills, like just to yeah. make it tactical? Well, I mean, I think I gave the experience around negotiation. That yeah. would be actually more of a hard skill. Technical, yeah. Yeah, more of a technical skill. Um, you know, anything around communication or leadership styles, yes. um, resilience, you know, grit and resilience are often things that we hear are needed in leadership positions right. and can come from different sets of experience and not necessarily the exact same yes. role that you're hiring for, right? Yeah. But there are nuances to it. To your point, it's like what right. hiring manager is going to want to hire somebody who has a completely different background than the position yeah, and you're hiring for. Because we often meet great candidates that are like yes. looking to do an industry change or a career pivot. Yes. And it's like, oh, we still are kind of in this hiring landscape where you've got to fit into a box, yes. which is really a detriment to everybody. We actually went through this time at Lululemon Recruitment. I don't know if you mm -hmm. remember, it's got to be like eight, 10 years ago yeah. now where we were hiring on potential. Do you remember yes. that? Yes, yeah. And so yeah. we had, and that's a very EQ-driven type of interview. Yes. But the leadership and executive at that time had had really assessed their current employee group and said, well, actually the people with high potential are just learning yeah. the skills that they need and they're elevating the business exponentially quicker than the people that we're pulling from that have the experience already. So interesting, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and I think that was way, way, way ahead yeah. of the curve. But I think now we're in a place where equity 
diversity is a very present conversation. And this is a way to kind of balance that out a little bit and to get different viewpoints, perspectives, thoughts, backgrounds at the table. Yeah. And experience, right? Like maybe someone bringing... Um, recruitment experience into a procurement role is going to elevate exactly. your team in some way you could not have even imagined. Exactly. Right? Yes. Okay. So we're going to talk about just sh- shed some light on reasons why some of these more progressive businesses are going skill based in their hiring. So, um, you know, fresh new ideas, which is what we just talked yeah. about. So, skill based hiring opens doors for young dynamic minds eager to make a difference. And, you know, innovation often thrives in that type of environment. Yes. Okay, number two is an adaptable workforce. So in today's fast-paced world, agility is key. Skills allow us to adapt to ever-evolving challenges and grasp opportunities with ease. Yeah, so smart. Tapping into hidden gems. So this is, you know, kind of an obvious outcome, but it's not always about years of experience. So skill-centric hiring helps us discover hidden talent and unleash their untapped potential. Yes. Number four is diversity and inclusion. Skills don't discriminate. So emphasizing abilities over background fosters a truly diverse and inclusive work environment. This is an interesting one. faster learning curve. So could be. Right. Uh, With the right skills, employees hit the ground running, reducing onboarding time and boosting productivity. Oh, great. So those are the five reasons why a lot of businesses are going skill-based. Exactly. And we're going to do some more digging, some more research, some more thought pieces around this. It's a really interesting topic. So sign up for our 1111 newsletter because we're going to have a blog coming out in the fall where we're doing a little bit more uh, research and investigation into this and speaking with clients that. And if you're a recruiter or HR leader, comment on this episode. Tell us what you're doing. If you're utilizing this, what you're seeing, if there's a viewpoint we haven't tapped on here, we're absolutely in the learning curve of this uh, trend. And candidates as well to that matter yes. who have experienced this or are interested in it, who would benefit from it. We'd love to hear from you. Amazing. That's a wrap. Toodles. Toodles. Thank you for tuning in to Session 11. You can find us on social media at 1111talent or at Chapter 2 Meditation. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform. Our intention is to provide you with value. So if you got that today, please leave us a review and a rating. It really helps other people discover our potty. Okay. Sorry about that. She's Australian. She means podcast. Podcast.